Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 78, more capital gains tax questions. Today's capital gains tax question comes from Emily. She says, I was hoping you could help me with the below. We bought a London property in 2007. We lived in it for two years, then on and off for a further two years, and we rented it out from 2010 to the present day. We bought another property in Edinburgh in 2011, and this is our primary residence. We're now selling this property and we're going to rent. Is there any way we can avoid paying future capital gains tax on the property in London going forward. Well, thank you for your question, Emily. I got back in touch with Emily to clarify that she would be renting where she's living in Edinburgh and they should be keeping the property that they own in London and renting that out to tenants. So given that Emily is going to be renting her property in London, the main way that she might avoid paying further capital gains on the property in London is if she can make that property her primary residence. It may be reasonable to assume that because Emily only owns this one property, she says she's going to rent in Edinburgh in the future, that the property in London would automatically be considered as her primary residence and hence, once she sells the property in Edinburgh, the one in London would then become exempt for capital gains tax while she only owns that one property. However, based on my analysis of the HMRC website and their rules, I'm afraid Emily it isn't quite this straightforward. Firstly, to qualify for PPR, uh, that London property has to be your only or main residence. Now, yes, it is your only, debatable whether it's your main, but the key is residence rather than property there. Under this section, the HMRC stipulate that you must, and I quote, live in the property which is to be designated as your primary residence. This is then again supported by the wording in the section under their period of absence section, which speaks in terms of occupying the property rather than owning the property. And the final kicker comes from the overview section, the HMRC section on primary residence relief, and it says that for private residence relief, you don't pay capital gain tax when you sell your home if all of the following apply and the first of the criteria list is you have one home and you've lived in it as your main home for the time you've owned it so unfortunately you can see here that ppr relief is based on where you've lived rather than where you've owned so emily in your situation Beyond making sure that you structure a sale tax efficiently in the future when you do sell the London property and making sure that you and your partner both own 50% so you can both make the most of your personal allowances for capital gains, there isn't any obvious way to reduce your capital gains tax liability on that property going forward. The only things I can suggest, which obviously might not align with your life goals and your life plans, is that if you sold your property in London now, 
and you bought in Edinburgh, if you plan to stay there, then obviously when you lived in the property you owned in Edinburgh, that would be your primary residence. So that then wouldn't be subject to capital gains in the future. Or if you moved back home and you moved into the property that you own in London, that would then become the pres- your primary residence because you're living there in London and you own it. So we get a lot of questions on capital gains tax. We're happy to answer them because the more questions we get, then obviously a lot of people are struggling with that as a topic. Happy to answer them. If you've got questions or anything else, if you're bored of listening to people ask capital gains tax questions and me answer them, then send in your question on something else related to personal finance. I'm happy to answer any of the questions. We can get a discussion going in the comments of the show notes of that episode. So if you want to have a look at the show notes and the discussion as a result of this episode, head to moneystepper.com forward slash question 78. Next, we've got a couple of investing questions coming up. And we'll end the week with a capital gains tax question again, but on a sale of a garden. So hopefully see you all next week. If you've got any of your own questions, you know where to ask them. Have a good weekend, guys. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.